I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, we are going to get on to Remembrance of the Daleks Part 2. It's a bit of a sidetrack by <laughs> sidetracked by promotions for the new series. I mean, look, I'm not saying the new series takes precedence. Everything is good, but I was, you know, I got excited by things. That'll happen again next week <laughs> because there will be a whole new trailer to go through. Um, anyway, in the second episode of Remembrance of the Daleks, uh, last time we saw it, the Doctor was about to be exterminated. A Dalek was coming up some stairs, something that had been promised and talked about in the show up till then, but we hadn't really seen it done well. Um, there was the one that went up the pipe in the Planet of the Daleks, but that was kind of confusing looking. Uh, anyway, Ace, who's been knocked on the floor, uh, jumps up and whacks the headmaster, gives him a bit of his own medicine. Um, he fails, falls down and she unlocks the door and the doctor bursts through while the Dalek's yelling, exterminate! And we see it popping up um, and she lo- shuts the door on it. Because, you know, doors, they've always been a... <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've been just as much a hindrance to Daleks as stairs, given that they have no fingers. Um, uh, the Doctor sees there's like a, a computer chippy thing behind the ear of the headmaster. Um, so I think it kind of like looks like they're going to save him. And then the Doctor sees the chip and is like, oh, no, he's one of them. Um, <laughs> leaving him behind. Uh, the Dalek blows up the door. Yeah. Why would you open it? Why would you even attempt to turn a handle and uh, open a door when you can just blow it up? Uh, I love Daleks. It's just like, ah, I've got to go through that. I'll just make a hole. Um, <laughs> the, the Dalek tells the headmaster they must repair the transmat. Um, I made it sound like, you know, it, it had like, you know, it was asking nicely. It's a Dalek. It doesn't ask nicely. It's like... the basically orders the headmaster to repair the transmat. Um, the Doctor and Ace run outside the school where some soldiers are delivering anti-tank rockets. 
um, the ATRs, as promised in the last episode. Uh, Ace wonders if they'll be any good against Daleks, and the Doctor says it's not the Daleks we're after, it's the Transmat. Oh, they've got to get rid of the Transmat, okay. Um, the Headmaster is fiddling about with the Transmat circuits, uh, and the Daleks is remain here. Um the doctor signs for an anti-tank rocket um, that Ace grabs. <laughs> Just because he's, you know, he seems like he knows what he's doing, I guess. I don't know. The, the guy just is like, oh, yeah, you can have one. Uh, just random civilian here. Have a giant grenade on the end of a rocket. Um and then the little girl turns up, the creepy girl with the dinky, tinky music. Uh, the Doctor and Ace go into the school and they're fired on by the Dalek. Um, Ace shoots it with the anti-tank rocket and it blows apart. Oh, so it works. Um, Ace says, I aim for the eyepiece. <laughs> uh, at that point, Mike turns up with some troops, um, followed by Gilmore, Jensen and... Williams and the doctor says they must evacuate the area. A major Dalek task force is going to be operating in that area soon. And Rachel concurs with the doctor's assessment that the Daleks are extraterrestrial. Uh, Gilmore says he might be able to get an evacuation order by morning. And the doctor's like, I've got to now go and bury the past. And Ace can't come because it's not her past. She hasn't been born yet. Um, Mike agrees to take Ace in. Uh, he's got some. His mum's got a boarding house around the corner, apparently. Um, and he can't wait for Ace to meet his mum. Uh, and Rachel wants to know from Ace what the Doctor means by she hasn't been born yet. Um, then we see the Doctor in a cafe at night time. He orders a cup of tea from a guy who's not Harry. Apparently, Harry's at the hospital visiting visiting the missus. Um, and the doctor says, oh, of course. And then mutters under his breath, breath, it'll be twins. I love that this doctor just like knows everything. Like, I feel like <laughs> in whenever the doctor regenerates, oh no, I'm having a theory. Um, whenever the doctor regenerates, uh, you know, because I guess every cell in his body is changed. Sometimes his brain is like when he, his brain regenerates, it, things are in the wrong order and he can't access all of his memories. And some of the regenerations have much more, better recall of things than others um and the seventh doctor is one who's like brain is really well ordered um you know once his regeneration settled down and he stopped using mixed metaphors that he used so many times in the first episode like in time in the rani when he just kept saying those weird (laughs) sayings um so, yeah, I feel like the Seventh Doctor knows, uh, like, has remembered a lot of things in the right order, which is why he's the one that kind of goes out and about and, you know, fixes things that had been kind of stewing for a very long time, such as in the next couple of episodes and in the many missing adventure novels. And the Tenth Doctor also had a very ordered brain and would, you know, you'd often hear him going, oh, it's blah, 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 blah. Like, you know, he remembered everything that ever happened to him in the past. Whereas I think other Doctors get a bit muddled. Like, I feel like um, the the 13th Doctor, the Jodie Whittaker Doctor, was like, after her regeneration, she forgot a lot of things because she'd be like, oh, I think this is this. And then it would turn out, she was like, that's not that at all. It's another thing. So, yeah. Anyway, that's my theory, um, that regeneration can muddle your brain cells and make you not remember things correctly if you're a Time Lord. Do we like that one? Okay. (laughs) 
I love having theories. They're fun. I forget what this podcast is about half the time. Anyway, um, <laughs> the, the doctor's remembering that. This is from the doctor remembering that Harry had twins. Like how... What goes on? I need to have a regeneration and reorganize my brain cells because there's something weird going on up there. Um, I also wonder if, um, <laughs> like, have Harry's twins had their own big finish spin off yet? <laughs> I feel like it's inevitable. <laughs> oh my God, I read a rather nasty tweet this week <laughs> about the coronation of. Um, King Charles, where Liz Truss, you know, she was the Prime Minister for like two minutes. Um, you know, I, I, future <laughs> future trivia question, like who was the Prime Minister between <laughs> Boris Johnson <laughs> um, and Rishi Sunak. Um, anyway, Liz Truss uh, turned up to the coronation and someone said, oh my God, Liz Truss at the coronation is like someone who is one in one episode of Doctor Who and goes to comic conventions for the rest of their life. <laughs> oh my God. Also, someone sent me a really funny um, screenshot of the king at the coronation um, and someone had, you know, fiddled about with the captions, like it had the on-screen captions and it says, do you promise to like and subscribe <laughs> to the Doctor Who official YouTube channel? It was very silly. Um, <laughs> anyway, I love that. And also, oh, that was another one about the coronation was um, someone had posted uh, on Twitter um, you know, they're saying in, in the <laughs> in the commentary that there's never been a Queen Camilla before. Well, they've obviously never watched Doctor Who because in the Tom Baker story, uh, State of Decay, which was written by Terence Dix, there is a Queen Camilla. Um, and she's a vampire. <laughs> she's a blood-sucking vampire. So, yeah, HRH. <laughs> Her Majesty, the, the Queen Consort, Camilla. Um, is she a blood-sucking vampire? I don't know. I mean, it, I, I follow her book club on Instagram, and that's never come up. Uh, anyway, I do. I kind of, I kind of love Camilla for bizarre reasons. Um, like, I feel like Camilla is the epitome of camp. <laughs> it's, I know, it's weird. <laughs> Weird brain. Um, anyway, I'm kind of I'm kind of into Camilla. Uh, oh my god, we're still on Harry's twins. How did I get here? <laughs> Harry's twins and uh, <laughs> their big finished box set. Um, so the guy behind the counter who's working instead of Harry uh, offers the doctor some sugar for his tea, and the doctor has like an existential crisis about. The decision to have sugar or not, and the ramifications of decisions rippling out. Um, and the doctor's like, "What if I I altered taste buds and no one liked sugar?" And the guy's like, "Well, my dad was a cane cutter, and without sugar, he'd be out of a job." And he's also, "Well, also, if sugar hadn't been so popular, my great great grandfather wouldn't have been kidnapped and sold as a slave in Kingston, and 
I'd be African now. Um, and so the doctor's like musing on ramifications of decisions, rippling out like waves. This is some great stuff. Like, you know, you, they barely speak about race in Doctor Who. And suddenly we've had Martin Luther King in the first episode of this. And now the full reckoning of the horrible history of sugar and tea uh, that caused slavery around the world, started by the British. So this is full on. Um, Alright, more history lessons in the next episode. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.